I got to be honest with you. I wanted to dip. I tried a number of times and each time I'd put a dip in, I would just get sick as anything. But the guys at my old job in the construction industry, they dipped and they dipped every day. It's part of the ritual. That's why I love a product like Black Buffalo. It's everything you love, nothing you don't. The feel, the taste, the ritual, as I mentioned, just without the actual tobacco leaf or stem. Black Buffalo is actually made from a variety of green leaves in the cabbage family. Black Buffalo makes all the best flavors like wintergreen, mint, straight, peach, and even blood orange with and without pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Black Buffalo, different leaf, same ritual. If you are 21 or over and use products like this, it's time to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head to blackbuffalo.com and use promo code CAM at checkout for 15% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code CAM for 15% off your order. You can also check their store locator for thousands of locations, including Oregon's Pilot Flying J Travel Centers, which we all use here in Oregon. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey guys, you want to be as smart as famed neuroscientist Andrew Huberman, PhD at Stanford? Well, sadly, that's probably not going to happen. But I did find something that can help, and that's HVMN Ketone IQ. I actually downed one right before reading this, so if I sound decent, it's probably why. Because I'm not sure if you guys realize how much brain power podcasting takes. But whatever I can take that will at least make me sound smarter, I'm in. Ketone IQ is a clean energy boost without sugar or caffeine. Ketone IQ increases your blood ketones. I'm not on a keto diet, but by taking Ketone IQ, I can achieve the desired focus and energy for explosive workouts that ketones typically provide to those in ketosis. You can find Ketone IQ at your local Sprouts or online at hvmn.com. Use code CAM. CAM for 20% off your first order. Every step I take, I move my truth. Every time they tell me stop, I use every comment, hate that makes my feel. Gather up my energy and boom. I hear them talking, saying the way that I move is so reckless. That is a part of my mind I've been blessed with. Giving my blood so I am relentless. All right, we're here with the Keep Hammering Collective. This is Danny Duncan. How are you doing? Great, man. Thanks for having us. Well, this is this is kind of random. Yeah. I mean, you hit me up, said, hey, you live in Eugene. <laughs> said, yeah, born and raised here right now. I said, let's get together and do something. So what, what's the plan? Oh, man, I'm, I just came here to visit all the Prefontaine stuff, and we always just shoot vlogs, so I figured we could get something going with you yeah. pretty easily. So I was like, <laughs> I know we'd get content if we filmed with you. So Definitely. Well, I mean, so tell us about wh what do you do? What's your job? Um, I just do vlogs pretty much. I try to go as crazy as I can, I guess, without getting hurt. Yeah. Um, explore, I don't know, go on adventures, whatever I can, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. How'd that start? Um, just a kid with a camera? No, I, I went to LA to, um, I used to work with athletes like, uh, skateboarders mm. and, um, I was like training them. And then I met, uh, like an actor. He thought I was funny. So he told me to do YouTube. So then I just started doing that. Um, was doing YouTube and Instagram and then kind of just did like stuff I did as a kid, like watching Jackass growing up, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> like Bam Margera and those guys. So just started doing that and then kind of found its way, I guess. No, yeah. didn't really have a plan. And then it built a following. Yeah. I just slowly built a following. And then, uh, 
here we are. Yeah. Just, uh, trying to keep going, I guess. And how many years has that been now? Uh, I think I started in like 2014. Really? Yeah. So we're like, I think it was year nine or yeah. I think. And, and still growing, just kicking yeah. ass or what? Yeah. So I, I've always been just like a nice slow and steady. We never really had anything that like blew us up quick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I always just try to just, you know, be honest, just not, not sell out, not fake shit. Just yeah. slow and steady. And then I figured one day we'd make it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, it seems like you're doing pretty good. I mean, my kids definitely know you. Oh, sick. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know that the YouTube world is pretty crazy these days. It's like, I don't think people hardly ever watch regular TV anymore. It seems like. Yeah. It's crazy. It's YouTube. Yeah. And, I just like. I don't really use YouTube much unless I'm like searching something, but yeah. Right. Yeah. What's, how often do you post, like, what's your goal for getting videos out? It's just once a week. We okay. Try. Yeah. I wish what I day? could, I try to, I wish I could spread it out more, but I feel like you kind of need to post like consistently every week to grow. Right. So we do that. Um, usually between like Sunday and Tuesday. Okay. So we try to hit Monday. Yeah. I was, I'm interested in the, like the, the strategy of YouTube, like how to do it, you know what I mean? Cause, yes. cause you've got what well, millions we, of subscribers. We never really had a, it's pretty funny. I mean, we never did the whole thumbnail, like the whole clickbaiting. We, mm-hmm. we kind of just throw shit up and yeah, I have a very like loyal following and very consistent. Like mm-hmm. every single week I post is just, we've always just consistently got the, you know, similar views. Like obviously it grows, but yeah. Yeah. Like if I post a video today, it's going to probably do pretty similar to last week or the week before. So mm-hmm. we don't really have to worry too much, but I would say that I think they are changing it a bit with the whole, um, like thumbnail title, I think is getting more important. Yeah. It seems so. Right. And then do you, do you sell ads on your videos or do you do AdSense? Um, neither really. Oh really? You mean like brand deals, like a company pays? Well, them? yeah. I mean, you could they could sponsor the video, or you could like you know how YouTube puts on the ads, <laughs> yeah. and then you make money from that. So we we're kind of vulgar, like you were talking about shooting an app off my head, you know? Yeah. Like, like if we did that and, and ran ads, they probably wouldn't really. They're gonna oh. demonetize it. So like we we're usually either it's kind of vulgar, or um, like if we run around naked or something, they they hate that. Mm-hmm. Dude, they have yeah, their their rule. I don't really want to talk shit, but yeah, their rules are kind of <laughs> weird. But yeah. if it's, it's if it's a music video, you can be completely naked, yeah, shaking your ass at a strip club. It's like isn't that weird? It's considered art. That's <laughs> that's literally their their that's what they call it. But if I run around naked, it can't be considered comedy. You can't an call yourself form. an art an artist. I know who the fuck's the art judge over there. Yeah, like honestly, it's like what the fuck. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could be art, you know. <laughs> but I don't I don't like to talk shit about YouTube because you know they've given me this this great opportunity. To yeah. meet you, you know? <laughs> um, right. But yeah, uh, yeah. so like if we're running around naked or something, they'll kind of demonetize shit. So, mm-hmm. and then if, and then usually we just use music, like whatever songs we want. So if it does get monetized, the money goes to those labels. Oh, I see. Yeah, but um, we have like monetized in the past. It just has kind of made it difficult f- with our type of content. They're kind of just like, like go after us a bit. So, so how do you make money? Uh, merch. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so all your clothes. I saw the yeah, virginity yeah. rocks and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. We done a hundred fifty million in um, sales on like all the t shirts and everything, hoodies, really? whatever. Yeah. Whoa, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. So you're you're using your your brand is just promoting merchandise, basically. Yeah, we just try to make really good videos and then make really good 
clothing or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we're in retail stores, like 2000 retail stores. Oh, really? So, so okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's huge, dude. Yeah. I love it. I mean, that's so much money for how old are you? <laughs> uh, 30, 30. Yeah. Whoa. You're the same age as my son. He's about, he's almost 30. Yeah. I heard you talking, uh, you, you had at one time you were, you were, I listened to a, I think it was black rifle. You did a podcast with those guys. Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about like you considered military for a while even. Yeah. Because you I was like younger. the physical training part of it. And yeah. The the challenge and that you were a runner and a triathlete, right? Yeah. So is that what brought you to Eugene? You you mentioned Prefontaine. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh I think every runner probably has, but like when I was younger, uh in high school I watched uh, Without Limits. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, fuck, this guy was the best. Oh, <laughs> you know? such a... And then it's cool to... You want to see it in real life, you yeah. know? And then now, obviously, we, we're able to travel and film and make a video, so it's like work at the same time. So I've been meaning to get out here since, like, I think, like, 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. that I've never got to. And then uh, I was just here for a meet and greet um, at the store, and then I was like, damn, I wish I could have went to Oregon, you know, or uh, University of Oregon. yeah. So then when I was, I was, we went to LA and I was like, fuck, I'm just, I wanted to just drive back. So I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, we should just drive back, check out Hayward Field, you know, check out the facilities and then like go to Pree's Rock and all these other. Did you guys go do that? <clears throat> yeah, we did that yesterday. And then okay. I just want to, I guess, just see what else there is. I'm sure there's a lot of things. Yeah. Did you guys go? So Hayward was pretty cool, but what, wait, what was the meet and greet you're here for? Oh, uh, just one of those retail stores I'm in. Oh, I that, got you. That was like a week ago. Oh, where, which store was it? Do you remember? Uh, it's called Tilly's. It's oh, like okay. A store in the mall. It was in uh, Portland, though. Oh, Portland. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, there's another place. It's right on campus. I don't know if you guys went, but it's called Original Pancake House, and they have a bunch of old pre stuff like artwork and. Oh, and, really? Yeah. It's, That's sick. It's like right on campus, so it's it, because it's close to Hayward. Yeah, a lot of the stuff yesterday was closed because it was Sunday and it was kind of oh. late. But they said like today or tomorrow or whatever we could go and then. I read, uh, did you read Shoe Dog, the Phil Knight book? I haven't read it, no. Yeah, I, because I like make everything. I actually, I'll go into like Nike stores and just find shorts or pants I like, and then I'll just take those, send them off, and just put them on my, like, turn them into like my clothing, you know? Yeah. So I do yeah. that a lot. I'm a big, like, I like, I like <laughs> Nike story, you know, with like Bill yeah. Bowerman and, the, and that that guy. So uh, I'm trying to go to their headquarters too and just check it out. Oh, over here in up in Beaverton? Yeah, Beaverton. Yeah. So that was like another thing we thought would be cool. Yeah, well, I mean, after we do this bow shooting stuff, maybe you can go check out that restaurant. It's yeah. like got the best breakfast too. That'd be sick. It's so good. But uh, yeah, I mean, pre around here was man, everybody. You know, he died what in seventy five, I yeah. think. So fifty years ago almost, and people still talk about it's crazy. I mean, isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he was so young when he died. It's like, how can you make a legacy that powerful? At that that eight, you know, within only twenty four years or yeah. whatever it was, and I didn't do shit when I was twenty four. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I maybe if it was wrecking trucks, drinking, or something like that, that could have been a legend for me. But yeah, yeah I mean, but yeah, pre like his attitude was just that's what stood out to me. You know, did did you watch the Prefontaine movie? The terrible one? I didn't watch that one. No. They need to delete that one, though. It, it looks so bad. That's the one with Jared Leto, I think. It looks disrespectful to the I sport. I know. Yeah. I, I think I started to, and it's just like, once you watch the one with Billy Crudup. Yeah, that one's, that's the one oh, that one's, yeah. He actually looks like a runner. Yeah, yeah. He, look, he looks good. I mean, it, it, it's solid. I, I've never seen the other one, but I watched the... 
the preview and it makes Prefontaine just look like a bitch. <laughs> totally. It's, funny, it's so bad. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I can appreciate actors who take their, their craft serious like Crudup did, but yeah, Leto, man. It's just like when you see somebody in a basketball movie who hasn't played basketball, you're just like, what are we doing? You ever seen those clips when it's like the football player and he's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, you got to have somebody who can run to play yeah, pre. Exactly. Are you kidding? <laughs> we just saw the um, Jake Gyllenhaal's filming filming a UFC uh, fight movie. Yeah. Or, well, it's their new Roadhouse, I guess. But he was at the UFC event I was just at, and they in the middle of that fight, they had ten minutes to film for the movie, and you know. I will say he was taking it pretty serious. Was it like corny to watch or was it was uh, it cool to watch? It was, I mean, you know, right when they were filming it, Goggins walked in because he was there at the fight too. And he was just like, I said, what do you think of this? He's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it looked, there was just camera guys in there. Yeah. But at first you didn't really know because, you know, Jake looked kind of shredded. Yeah. And then he was fighting this this black guy who I think was a fighter too. And so it looked a little bit, but then it's just, you know, he's pushing the ref off and just going like this. And yeah. I'm sure how it is, it's like uh, he'll have killed the guy. And so that's why he gets kicked out of the UFC. So he has to go work at a bar probably. I see. Is how the movie's... Did you see the original Roadhouse? I haven't, no. Well, you need to do that first. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, I will say he was taking it serious. Like he was giving the guy instruction like come up when i come down and like doing the water bottle spray spraying himself and getting all serious and trying to he was like into it so that's why i brought that up because leto looks like you know maybe you know from what i saw from the movie it looked like he'd never run before he's playing pre but uh jake gyllenhaal was he was into it so it was cool i mean yeah, i've seen some different. stuff on instagram like uh some random videos of it have you like, ever been to a ufc fight yeah we went once oh you did yeah where was that at uh, Vegas. Vegas. It was yeah. the one with a uh, Poirier and uh, McGregor. Okay. Yeah. God. I love McGregor. My wife is in your DMs. <laughs> yeah. I know. Dude, How, he's too funny. Did you guys have fun? It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little overpriced. I thought. Really? It was cool. Where did you did you sit up close? It was, yeah. It's kind of close. Yeah. I was and like, why the fuck's this expensive? Was it super expensive? <laughs> I want to say we spent like fifty grand or something. What? Yeah. It was like I was like, why the fuck's it fifty? But I was like, what if it's McGregor's oh, last fight? It's, I know. It wasn't. But I was like, I would like to see him once. You know. I know. Yeah. He's. Uh, <clears throat> there's a couple fighters. You know, when Ronda was in her peak, when she would come out, or McGregor, or like John Jones and some yeah. of these legends, when they come out, yeah, it's, like it's a, a whole different it, level. Yeah, it's crazy. When McGregor walked out, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I nuts. know. Because the the Irish <clears throat> people travel. You know, they it's kind of a quick flight, or not a quick flight, but it's a, a pretty easy flight to get there. And they just love, you know, Connor. So yeah. it makes it insane. It's weird. We, we like, <clears throat> we did Running of the Bulls in Spain. Mm. So we, like, to break up the flight, we flew, like, to New York City, mm. then to Dublin, Ireland, then to Barcelona and then drove. Oh. But when we were in Ireland, I was interviewing people like we just for a random bit in the video, we were just like asking them about McGregor and everyone was like talking shit. Really? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was, yeah, it was in Dublin, Ireland. I was like, what? And they're every, dude, like everybody was talking shit. What were they saying? They're like, no, we don't like him. And like, no, he's, he's, what did they say? Like, he's a disgrace or, dude, I was like, I was like, it was like, I felt like Goggins when they were filming the Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, I was like, dude, what the fuck is going oh, on? I couldn't man. believe it. Well, we love him here. Yeah, I know. It's, he's the best. God, he brings the show. <clears throat> 
I mean, it's about selling in the show. And he's, so he's very funny too. Like actually like clever and witty yeah. and like intelligent, like with his jokes, he's so smart. I'm like, what the fuck? He's so good on the mic. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. Sometimes they get in the back and forth and like, if it's most of the fighters are way outclassed yeah. on the talk of they the smack. Even, they can't even think. No. And he's just, <clears throat> just brutalizing them. <laughs> That's the best part of it. It's like. When him and Khabib fought, that was insane. Yeah. That fight was insane, definitely. But their their trash talk was a little bit too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think somebody <laughs> was almost going to die. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for him to come back and fight Chandler. That should be good, but good fight's coming up. Um, So how was running with the Bulls? That was sick. Yeah? That was a cool experience. That's a bucket list experience. I bet. I know. Yeah. I've thought about that, too. Was it scary? I wouldn't say scary. It's just like, it's, it's just interesting because mm. it's like, you know, uh, it's like in America, they would never do it because liability, but then right. there it's like, they're doing it. And it's like, it feels like a video game, but like you could get hurt or killed, but you probably yeah. won't, but like you could, and but they're like right there, like the looking at you, you know, yeah. but you can just hop out of the way if you wanted to. You okay. Know? But it, yeah, I did it two days in a row, but the first day I was a little like cautious just to kind of see yeah. what's up. And then the next day I, w I was just trying to like get next to a bull and like touch one while I was running. Did you? Yeah. And then, uh, but dude, they're fucking, the people are, it's like fast. They're so fast when they run by and, <laughs> and there's so many people like in the way. Yeah. So that was like, it, the people are probably more of the issue, but it, I would definitely recommend doing it once at least. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of <laughs> got to get very unlucky because sometimes you see some of those clips where the dude, bull just, they get destroyed. Yeah. It's insane. It's just, a, it's just <laughs> a bad break. Normally the bulls will run by, but every once in a while they get on a guy and it's yeah. the day we got there. I remember we got there at night and we were talking to some kids. I was like, how is it? And they're like, Oh, it's cool. I was like, I was like, did anybody get gored? They're like, yeah, a guy from Florida today got gored. And I'm from Florida. I was like, oh, shit. And, and, and the fucking horn like goes through his calf. Oh. Like completely through it. It's disgusting. I would like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool if a horn just like went across your chest. You know, just something cool, like a scar. Like, I like when they, I like the pictures when they like, they hit the guy and the guy's flying up in the air. Remember that one guy at the corner? And then you get this cool ass photo of you like in the air. With oh, the would, it's pretty sick. I wouldn't want to get like. I don't want to break anything. But, no, no. Did you get some photos and stuff of you? It was hard because we weren't really prepared. We didn't mm -hmm. have much of, we never have much of a plan. We just wing everything, you know, Yeah. which, you know, leads to cool things like this, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, we, we were just like, just winging it. And uh, I got a couple photos, but we got some, some f footage. Oh yeah. I put it on like Instagram and YouTube and I think it turned out good. Did it? For what it was. Yeah. Were you there? Did, were you filming? Yeah. Did you run too? Oh, <laughs> he had to film. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Had, like, yeah. Balconies. We you had to like rent out these oh. balconies. So he was up in a balcony, like filming. And then we had another kid and he had a perfect shot of me and then he just moved it. Oh, Cause I guess it's, no. dude, I mean like a perfect, he had it right on me and then he like moved it. But then we got some clips from the TV and some, oh. some random people. And then, but now next year I met this guy who like had, knows everybody. Right. So he'll make sure we're good, but. It was sick. So you're doing it again. Yeah. We couldn't even, I was too excited. We couldn't even sleep last time. We were just pulling all nighter and then <laughs> run it at like early in the morning and yeah. then we'd sleep after it. Oh, it's, it's crazy. There, everyone's, no one sleeps there. Like, remember it'd be like three or 4 AM. Like we'd go to the thing at like five or six and then everyone's still walking around like drinking. It's pretty wild, man. And that's uh, how many days do they do it? I think it's seven. I think it's, seven I think it's days. Like July 7th to the 14th Ooh, around there. We, we, we were only there for like two or two days i think and then yeah we, then we drove to paris but it was cool man you're out just seeing the world yeah trying how's that that is crazy just making videos seeing the world yeah how, how well, lucky is that if yeah if we if we sit in florida too long 
I feel like it gets it. I don't want it to get stale. Yeah. So I try to like travel, think about things I've always wanted to do in my life and then try to go do that. Okay. That's why we're here too. You know, I've put off the Hayward field, you know, I've been wanting to see all these prefontaine things. I put it off for like too long. So, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I need to knock some, knock some stuff out. And you guys drove here from Florida? Uh, I was in LA. Oh, we right. drove from LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, I go I, back and forth. I'm in, I'm in Florida probably like seven months, eight months and then LA a little bit too. Okay. And, uh, you getting work down there in LA? Dude, LA sucks now, man. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be pretty fun. What about Austin? That's where everybody's going, Austin. right? I haven't spent too much time there. Oh, I've okay. only been there a few times. I know. I want to go to uh, Rogan's new comedy club. Oh yeah, actually, actually we were. I, I was just there for something for like a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did a we we got this shitty RV off Facebook Marketplace and drove it from LA to Florida. Oh. It was pretty fun. And then uh, we were in Austin for like a day or two. <coughs> and uh, I heard someone talking about that. Actually, yeah, that comedy club. Yeah, I haven't been though. It just he just opened it. I definitely want to get there. It looks like he's having like. I mean, Chappelle's there, all the oh, that's Ron sick. White, all the big, big comedians. And this looks amazing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I think it's been a dream of his for years. And just so and he's got the money now. He can just make it whatever his vision was. It's got everything. Yeah. It, how I mean, how sick is that? That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, so your plan was we're going to do something. You got your car out here. And we're going to do something with the bow, right? So what are we going to do today? I don't know. Some guy hit us on the way, so I got some dents. I thought it'd be funny if we were driving around the rest of the trip with like a bow stick or, or an, arrow. Arrow, an arrow sticking out of the door. But mm-hmm. then you, I, I don't know how if it would go through, but it'd be funny to shoot through the car too. Yeah. And well, then if not, we could put the windows down. You could shoot through the car and hit like a target. Yeah, well, we'll, def- we'll do all that. How about that? So an arrow would go straight through my hand and then on your hand wouldn't work the same anymore? Uh it might if you held like an apple it might work the same it depends on what it what it broke or cut true i mean if it like a broadhead i really like this hand <laughs> yeah well, i mean you got a backup <laughs> but <sick>. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah a broadhead would probably cut the shit out of a lot of stuff of field point which is you know where it doesn't have the razor blade on it yeah. basically a field point is just kind of a it's just kind of a sharp tip that could uh weasel its way through and not really damage too much it wouldn't feel good but yeah i, I wouldn't recommend it either way hmm. but we could i'll take a broadhead out and we'll see how like a broadhead compares to a field point and shooting your car yeah and we'll see what what blows through what works be kind of fun yeah i'm excited to see what happens how about that that's that's gonna be funny (laughs) yeah so i just well um i wanted to sit down and hear why you're here and what you got going so where do you go to next after this uh well i wanted to hit up the nike uh headquarters yeah but then i'm probably just gonna he's flying back um from portland Mm -hmm. and then i was just gonna probably just come back to eugene Mm -hmm. film some stuff yeah you like it down here I don't like, I hate rain and I don't really like cold weather, but <laughs> well, you if picked it the wrong week. <clears throat> yeah. If it didn't have that, I, I, I like, it. it looks nice here. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. But yeah, the, like the weather for the next week is like <laughs> rain. Yeah. I mean, today is actually not bad, even though it's not very warm, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's kind of a rough time right now. Yeah. Florida, here. Florida gets too hot in the summer. So I try to avoid it then. Yeah. Maybe come here or something. Are, are you a DeSantis fan? I don't even talk about it, man. No politics? No, I stay out of it. <laughs> oh, you like Michael Jordan. 
Michael you know, Jordan. He yeah. never talked Democrats politics. Democrats and Republicans both buy sneakers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> See? Was that in Shoe Dog? Uh, or just Jordan's? No, story? I think he said that in the in the fucking documentary thing. Yeah. Uh, the last dance. Oh, I know. I it's think true. I think he got hate for that. <laughs> Probably. It's like you get hate for anything. I, so. just, I don't even care. Dude. It's, like, well, I'll just say I like DeSantis. How about that? I'll I'll, I'll weigh in on that. Yeah, yeah. We have different I mean, Florida's great right now. I love Florida right now. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a great place to be. Oh, I know. I went down there. I went with Joe to a fight uh, not too long ago in Jacksonville, maybe six months ago. That was pretty good. Yeah. I'd never been there. I mean, it, it was it was definitely nice to be there during COVID. I was there the whole oh, time. And it yeah. Was, it was wide open, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we I mean, I could still film. I, I was probably literally one of the last creators, like, still making... I mean, our videos were insane, and no one could even film anything. And we oh. were just doing crazy shit, and it was blowing up. Yeah, it was nice, perfect. So I bet everybody was watching us during that time. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, there was nothing else to do. I feel like that's. I mean, a lot of shows um, kind of took advantage of that. Tiger King. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I know. I mean, because you were locked in your house, you got to watch something. Yeah. So yeah, that was the biggest my channel ever was for sure. Really? Yeah, definitely. I, I bet. But like double. Oh man. Well. You just kind of ride the wave and yeah. sell that merch, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it that it's lower now because that was like an artificial bump. Mm -hmm. But if I, if I, if it was my fault that it like went down, then I'd kind of feel that way. But I don't. I still feel like we're doing this, like going up a little bit. So yeah. How do you? I was just curious, just thinking about that hundred and fifty million. Jesus. How so? How do you come up with your ideas for merchandise? Honestly, I guess just like. Just try to funny, funny stuff. I guess. Yeah. And then you just got a team and you say, Hey, a thought comes in and you say, Hey, put this on a shirt. Give me a design. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll just send ideas and then sometimes they'll come up with stuff too. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'll just like, I just come up with a shit ton of ideas and then mm -hmm. I just send it over. And then my manager comes up with some too. Okay. I got a graphic artist who comes up with some stuff, but yeah, I mean, we don't really have a big team. Probably. I think I only have two graphic artists. Mm. Um, but the retail definitely helped a lot. I was probably like the first one to really get into retail. Is that, but you're not making as much on the product in retail because they got to get their yeah, cut, right? Yeah, I think we, we wholesale it to them. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the, the so many units get yeah. sold. It's kind of crazy. The volume. Yeah, because like I'm in Spencer's mm -hmm. and like they have like 700 stores. Zoomies has 700 stores. I think Tilly's is like four or 500. And then I'm in Hooters too. We have a, we're in like a bunch of the Hooters locations. So, Man, I mean, it, it all adds up, and then my website too. Obviously, that's how'd that happen. A lot of hard work. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> um, it no one like believed us at first, and we were telling them our sales. So like, first was Zoomies was the first store I tried to get into for like a year, and the lady was just like, no, no, no. And then they got a new buyer. They switched buyers. Like I think they rotate every two years. They mm. change like uh, positions in the company or whatever. So then that guy was like, yeah, uh, he like gave us a shot, and then we like crashed their site that weekend and then they're like oh what the fuck and then we were the top seller in the store really um for the year and then i just yeah kept getting into more stores my manager so once you have that track record of that one store then you can tell other people hey here's what we did here yeah, and they wouldn't believe us they were just like what and then yeah. it was weird i was like what the fuck dude the numbers are just look at the numbers <laughs> they send them the then they think we we're like making them up and stuff but then yeah. uh yeah actually i have that virginia rock shirt and then mm -hmm. uh spencer's 
uh, sold one called Virginity Sucks so that my manager hit him with like a cease and desist. Oh, and then that. that's how we got the relationship oh, to get in. Yeah. Hey. Pretty funny. Got to play hardball sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, now we're, we're up there too. We're like a top, I think top three or top mm. four in their store. Which nice. Is pretty competitive. And um, what's your goal? Just to keep growing that? Um, I mean, I like business. So, uh, uh, me and, uh, this guy, Neil, just bought a Froyo brand. So mm. we got like 30-something locations. And then we're just, our goal for that is to franchise it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully get to 100 plus and then just do What's so. that? It's called 16 Handles. It's like uh, Froyo and ice cream. Oh, okay. It's more uh, in New York City. So we're bringing it to like Florida and Texas mm. and uh, Boston, bunch bunch of places. So just try to get into business like that and mm-hmm. uh, just build it up and uh, sell it. Um, doing like a, like a, like a five hour energy, like mm-hmm. a, a shot. I'm working on one of those for like shit, like a year and a half now, two years. Mm. Um, getting close. Yeah. Yeah. This year, hopefully. Um, so yeah, just build up companies and then hopefully make good product and then sell it. That's, that's so you'll sell your merchandise company. You think at some point I would like to at some point, mm-hmm. cause I, I have shit that will sell like the Virginia rocks and I yeah. have this, I heart hot moms one. And like, I think that will sell forever to be yeah. honest. Like maybe not as powerful right now right. or like in the future, but if I die tomorrow, I mean, in 10 years, it's still going to sell. Yeah. There's no reason it won't. And I, and if I have the trademarks and stuff. I mean, who doesn't love hot moms? Exactly. It's, I mean, it's like, no brainer. No, it's, it's timeless. Yeah. yeah. I actually was walking through the mall and they always, people always steal my merch and just sell it as their yeah. own. So they said, I hurt hot moms. They were selling it. And then it said, I hurt hot dads. <laughs> it's one of those like print, they just print your own shit for you. Yeah. And I was like, I have all guy fan base. So it's like 93% male. So yeah. I saw the I hurt hot dads. I was like, oh, that's funny. So I didn't even never thought about it, you know, because guys aren't like, yeah. the majority of my fans would not buy that. So I, I Spencer's has like 60% female. So yeah, I, I took that. I heard hot dad. I took a picture. I was like, yo, sell this to Spencer's. And then it became the top selling shirt. And <laughs> did it? Yeah. God. I, yeah. So it's like, I stole the I heard hot mom's design. Then they stole it for me. And then I stole <laughs> that one from them and then sold it. <laughs> hey, creating that interest, right? Yeah, it works. Driving that interest. Today's podcast sponsor is Santa Cruz Medicinals. And it's a company I'm proud to talk about because I've been using their CBD products for years. We use a CBD beef tallow to cook our elk steaks and their CBD cream is one of the best things I've used post-run to help ease the pain in my muscles. They make an array of potent CBD formulas. To be effective, CBD has to be dosed properly, and Santa Cruz Medicinals has those potent dosages. They make CBD deep sleep caps, pain creams, magnesium, beef tallow, which can be used as a moisturizer or for cooking, MCT oil, and more. Check them out at scmedicinals.com and use the code KEEPHAMMERING for 15% off and free shipping in the USA. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a company that's very easy for me to promote because I drink coffee all day, every day. But more importantly, they are a huge supporter of the veteran community and are a veteran-owned business, so they have my full support. Use code KEEPHAMMERING for 20% off your first order and 20% off subscription to the coffee club where you get exclusive coffee blends and merchandise. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it's amazing being so young and kicking so much ass. It's like, I see these guys like the Paul brothers, you know, they're, that seemed like that, the energy drink or whatever they had, is it prime? Yeah. That just seemed like it came out of nowhere. And now it's like the official drink of UFC. Yeah. It's like those kids are like, you know, and I've, I 
have this, um, there's this ketone IQ drink that I think Jake's an investor with. They're a sponsor of the show now too, but it's just like, I think that's the key is all those different business ventures, you know, some of them blow up, some of them don't, but the ones that blow up, man, it's And it's like, I think your, your mindset of the entrepreneurial mindset that you have is like in growing these businesses, it's pretty unique, but there's some young guys out there just doing it. Like, yeah, I always was, well, I don't know. I, I hadn't, I didn't have any money growing up. So I, I think I was, I just obsessed over it. I was like, man, I gotta get rich one day. Look, uh, yeah. <laughs> mowing lawns. That didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the landscaping sucks, dude. I don't yeah. mind mowing lawns. That shit's easy, but yeah. like, fuck the tree trim is annoying as fuck too. And like all of it, I mean, just Florida, I, I get over it. I'm like, it's too hot. Well, I, bitch. You know, I was kind of the same way. I haven't had the success you you've had, but it's like, you know, delivering papers, mowing lawns, picking strawberries, picking beans. That's what we did yeah. here. And it's just like, I'd always try to make $10 a day picking strawberries. I'm like, if I had $10 every day, I'm doing good. Yeah. So now, now, uh, those goals just get a little bigger. 3600 a year, right? <laughs> Not bad. Oh God. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I was in the eighth grade or seventh grade, True. so it's like I, did, I had less overhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the paper? Like uh, newspapers? Yeah. Daily True. newspaper. Yeah. I have to get I remember, it like at four I remember one time I, uh, me and my friend found this job for like delivering, uh, phone books. Yeah. I was probably like. 18 and they were just like yeah you have to you can't throw them out of your car mm. you have to like get out and put it up by the door or whatever right. on the hinge side or something i think yeah and we just loaded up i had this like volkswagen golf and we just loaded that bitch up with phone books and me and him were just fucking chucking them out <laughs> <laughs> like driving and then they called us like bitching and then we we just had to like drop the phone books off they like fired us <laughs> it's pretty so funny you never made any money <laughs> we didn't make a dollar <laughs> But like, yeah. and, and then, uh, but if you drive back, there's just like phone books, like all like oh, God. everywhere down the street. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's a tough job. I mean, phone books were heavy back my in the car day. Was, yeah, my car was like. <laughs> I mean, can you believe too? It's like, it used to be you had to have a phone book. If yeah. you wanted to find yellow pages or find somebody, you know. 411. Yeah. And now that business <laughs> is gone. Yeah. No more phone books. But I remember they bring the dude to the school and like rip it in half. Yeah. I know. How they do that. I know there's some beasts out there, but yeah, that was like a, a strong man test, I guess. But yeah, no more phone books anymore. Yeah. That career's probably done, huh? I, I guys are so. phone books. I don't know what those people are doing now. You know, yeah, here in Oregon, here in Oregon, I don't know how it is in Florida, but you can't pump your own gas. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you pull up, they have to come out and pump your gas. You tip them? No, really? no. But I think the guys who used to deliver phone books are now pumping gas. No way. Probably. I don't know. And that's fine. There's got somebody's got to do it. Yeah, someone does. You know, like I think it's, it's kind, kind of a of, sad world, you know, that you need it's sad that you need janitors. Yeah, it is. I mean People but, clean toilets and yeah, shit. But for them, it's just like not everybody's gonna be a, a business owner or yeah. a CEO. They just wanna be like, Okay, what's my job? Go do it, go home. Yeah, I think a lot of people love the um like clock out at five o'clock yeah. and don't have to think about Be done. it ever at all. Cause like for probably for you too, it's like, I work all the time thinking all the time. But people are just like, Oh, you make stupid videos. That man, that's fuck must be nice. But yeah. it's like, I do a bunch of other shit too. See that you know? sign right there. What? Oh yeah. It must be nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause I hear that all the time. Well, I you know, got dude. your own gym. Like, must be nice. Yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck you think I just sit here all day, do nothing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, I'm, I'm waking up in the middle of the night last night thinking about what we're going to do and shoot and like, 
so it's like you're never as you said you're never off yeah you're never clocked out you always got to be and you never know when you're gonna have that good idea of that something that shirt that takes off yeah you those, know man those i love when those happen though oh, i know That's me too like 10 million right there i'm like let's go <laughs> yeah me too how, how did that like your supply chain and all that how did that work out i mean have you changed it or oh, dude i got so lucky um i was with this management company me and him had just shot a brand deal for them they and then they called me and they're like and we had posted this video and they were like, it's, uh, we're this company Wasserman. Have you heard of them? Mm -mm. They sucked. Well, for me, they sucked. I, mm -hmm. I'm not an athlete, but they work with mainly athletes. And they were like, Hey, uh, we just want to let you know the video you posted was a little vulgar. Um, we're going to have to let you go. He's like, but you have a meeting with this guy on Monday for your merch. And I was like, and he said, you can keep the brand deal money. You don't have to give us our cut. And I was like, all right. So they like, let me go. I was, I was a little bummed, but whatever. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I meet with the, the merch guy and that's who my manager is now. And then oh. I told him, I was like, man, I swear I can make like, I want to say I told him I can make like 20K a month. Yeah. And then dude, it was like, I think the first month was like, it was only like two weeks. It was like 28K. And then the next month was like, I think I got a check for like 42K. And then I think the next month was like 100K. And Whoa. it just kept going up. Jeez. And then eventually, I mean, there was months where I was making a million a month, like really like checks for a million dollars. I was like, what the fuck is, <laughs> I couldn't insane. believe it. I remember one time I got, I was, I was making, and I, I don't get a million every month now, but uh, I remember I was making so much at one point I got a check for 850 and I was like, dang it. I'm, like pissed about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Budget like, cuts. Yeah. It must be nice. <laughs> right. That's so much. Yeah. That, I mean, how amazing is that? It was, it was literally insane. When I, when I got the hundred K check though, I was like, dude, this is insane. I couldn't yeah. believe it. A lot of people, you know, if they can get a job that pays 100K a year, they're balling. That's what, yeah. I remember when I used to think like, all I need was 5K a month and I'm good forever. Yeah, thousand. <laughs> no, that's great. That is good money, yeah. really. But now. If you don't have overhead. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what a story that is. So how, like, I'm sure you get this all the time, but like for kids like you coming up, how did that happen? How did, how did. Is it just fate? Is it you just sticking with it? Dude, or? I don't know. I, I was always positive. I knew I would, it would work. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I, I was like 100% sure I'd be successful in something. Hmm. Why? Um, why? Why would you think that? I don't know. I always did my best. Like I worked, my, I worked hard at everything I did. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I, I just knew like you just do it until it works, I guess. I don't did know. Your, your mom and dad, how, what, did they tell you, you know, you can, you can be president if you want to, you can do anything. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're, they're like supportive of anything really. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, they're just more like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I just did my thing, whatever I wanted. And then they were just like, they weren't against anything. So I yeah. didn't have that. I know some people have like they the didn't parents, shit, on, shit on your yeah, dreams. They never, they never shit on anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they, they did the best they could to help. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just was just like, I started doing the YouTube and I was gaining like 10 subscribers a day, then a hundred a day. And I was like, I was like, fuck a hundred subscribers a day. This is, this is going to work. And, yeah. then, and then eventually I was getting a thousand a day. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I mean, in a year from now, I'm going to have 3,600 bucks. And I'm going <laughs> to yeah, have like exactly. 36K, you know? So then I was like. So just hustling all yeah, the just, time. It's, it's like compound interest in a way, yeah. you know, I was like, just keep going. And then I, I knew like, if I built my channel up on like, like authentic shit and mm -hmm. like a real story and I didn't lie to them and I didn't sell out like every, cause it, whenever, when everyone's selling out and you're not selling out, I mean, you stand out a bit. How does, what do you, what do you call selling out? Like if I, uh, give me an example. Selling out's like, uh, what, the, what's that bullshit? FTX or what's that shit? 
Oh, like yeah. Like, when you're getting paid to promote something, you don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, and you're just getting a check. You know, I turned down a $2 million brand deal. The Bitcoin like bullshit. 2021, you yeah. know what I mean? And just because it, like, I didn't want it to look weird, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like, it'd be like if I hated this and then they're paying me to promote it. But right. I, I do love this, but they don't pay me. But you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah, just taking the money and not really believing yeah, it. Yeah, if you don't support something you're promoting, it's just like, what the fuck are you promoting it for? Obviously mm -hmm. for a check, but that that's like. But but I feel like people nowadays, like you have a lot of idiots out there, but you do have a lot of people that know what's going on and they can mm -hmm. see through like a lot of the bullshit, you know, like like Goggins is a good example. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's like an authentic guy where people can see like he's authentic. But then you have all these other guys that, right. you know, that are such, trying to do this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you're not him. Yeah. So then you can just see through it. It's right. Like, yeah. I and then you're just saying. lame. So but but if you're yourself like like a Goggins, I feel like you can. Yeah you can you can pave your own way so that's that's just why i try to be myself and not um not follow these trends or bullshit and just just do my own thing i guess in my own way yeah um, that is the challenge these days is like well it's not if you're authentic you're just authentic but yeah. you do see all the copycats out there like try, oh, so trying to be like this guy i mean what drives me crazy too is sometimes we have these there's these guys who teach other men how to be men. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh my God. If you're going to say like, so if you're going to have this, this men's thing and like, okay, I'll teach you how to be a man. You better be the biggest fucking beast ever. Right. Yeah. Cause if I see anything, anything, I'm just like, wait a second, you, you're supposed to be the standard, you know? So that's hilarious. That stuff drives me crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So staying authentic. Um, yeah, I think that's good advice. I wouldn't mind getting some tips on how to be more of a man, but I don't. I think I'd feel like a pussy if I was paying some other guy to teach me how to be a man. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it's on, <laughs> maybe on the down low you get I, those tips. Yeah, I think I'd yeah. feel like I took a step back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. There's some things like hunting is really hard to learn on your own. Yeah. So sometimes to learn to hunt and everything that goes on in the mountains, I get that. It's nice to have somebody like in your back pocket, just like you know, maybe go on a trip with or go into the mountains. Just watch with. Hunger Games, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a start. It's a start. But, uh, yeah, there's some things. Um, you know, I see, like, a lot of, like, what Andrew Tate, you mm -hmm. know, he's had a, what what was his school that he had um, where guys were paying, he made a ton, like, what is it called? Made a ton, ton of money off this, monthly membership about a leadership type thing yeah and he was kicking ass but i think he was like pretty unique in his delivery it's almost like you know you know goggins delivery you can't you can't copy andrew tate you can't copy you yeah, know what yeah, he yeah. says you're just like i don't know what, what you're saying but i i believe it because yeah. <laughs> it seems like you believe it yeah so i mean there's some special guys out there but not very many of them yeah he's like in a position where it's like I think when you go too far, it's like they're they're on your ass. Oh, he it's did. Like, it's I like, try to tether the line where it's like, I mean, it's it is true though. You really can't be yourself fully. Mm -hmm. I mean, you everyone get canceled, I guess. No, I know it's. Um, so it's like I have to like play that like. I can't be like like for example, every YouTuber like in our world, it's mm -hmm. like they're pussies and like they have to like. Not everyone, you know, but, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. The masses, they have to like elaborate their life on camera like it's way different than what it really is right but we have to like tone ours down because if we were put out put out what really it is it's just like too much and then yeah. you get videos deleted and age restricted and like 
it's just like our jokes they just would not like, yeah oh, that's not, that's too vulgar so it's like that, that's the thing that kind of sucks is like because we got some funny jokes out there that we can't post <laughs> so but, have you went quote viral with anything um what do you mean like viral like what's i don't know what viral is Shit, i don't know i always thought like a million views was viral is it so everything i post so viral. everything is viral <laughs> yeah that's that's but true. i guess if you mean like a maybe like a viral like uh Harlem Shake Challenge, like, yeah. where they, like, create their own trend. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe a couple of things. Like what? I don't know. What? I used to do this dildo flip thing. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, flip it, and it would, like, suction cup. Yeah, okay. I mean, everyone started doing that. I remember seeing that. Yeah, everyone. I, I created that, I so, guess, this trend all in, right. this, in this era. So the dildo flip. Yep. There you go. My claim to fame right there. Kevon <laughs> <laughs> loves doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, whatever, whatever think, it takes. I don't know. Is there anything else or no? Probably not. Which one? Oh, you ever see that clip? Which one? Where I like throw a two liter Coke bottle when I'm on a dirt bike. Oh, it goes flying up and I catch it. Oh, maybe I it's did. It's pretty sick. Yeah, let me I see. I don't it. think anyone, well, someone could probably do it, but it's hard. To, it'd be hard to. How'd reach. you do it? A, a lot of, a lot of practice. <laughs> I kept doing it. I think I saw this. Yeah, then you catch this fucker. Oh my God, dude. Dude, that shit's pretty hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that went viral. I, I that went pretty viral. That probably got a billion views overall. Really? I mean, it got posted everywhere. Yeah. So how'd you come up with that? Well, we always just, just throw these around. fucking two liters and people think you got to put Mentos in them. If you just shake up a two liter, like diet, I think it's diet Coke. Yeah. Diet Coke. You throw it and if it hits on that like cap a lot of time, it'll just shoot up. Okay. So I think we were just throwing them at each other, but I was on the pit bike. Yeah. So I was like, I think I threw one and it went shot. I was like, dude, I could probably catch that. <laughs> I played center field when I played baseball. Oh, okay. So, so you track it down. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty good at that. So I was like, fuck. We, and then I was like, I kept catching it. Yeah. But I was like, I want to be like, like Willie Mays, you know, when he's like on the run. Yeah. Over like the catching. shoulder. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, so I kept getting mad because I couldn't get it like the way I wanted it. And then I did it like probably 300 times. Really? And then eventually got it. it took me like probably a couple hours. But it's, I, it's a sick clip. You know, I, I do see those. I mean, that is a good clip. Definitely good. I have seen that before. But you see those some of those tricks where, like, the guys are just sitting there over and over and over. And it's I can't even think what they are, but, like, they're trying to get, like, a card. The trick shots? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it must just take hours. I know. I would love to see, like, Dude Perfects behind the scenes. Yeah. They got to get so mad. Oh, I can't I know imagine. I would be. I lose my mind. Yeah. Something repetitive just pisses me off. Yeah. Like, dude, especially like, yeah, I did. Oh, I did this. Uh, fuck that one thing. Do you have that clip with the, we attached like a AR-15. We attached like this thing where you can put uh, Coke cans. Oh. And I shoot it up and then I grab my glove and I run out and catch it. Oh, really? It's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, I got it somewhere. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you later. But, yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a pretty cool clip. I did okay. that first try though. Oh, yeah, first that, try. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Well, that's I don't know. It's a whole different world, isn't it? Trying to create content like that. Yeah, just random shit. It's it's usually when you're just fucking off and like acting as if it's gonna be good, but it's a, not a good clip, and then it, it becomes something really good. I think what we should do here is we'll take your car out. I'll get back at like a hundred yards. First, we'll put the windows down, and I'll put, like, a, a balloon on the target through your car. So I'll shoot from 100 yards, try to get through the windows without hitting anything, and break the balloon. We'll start there. All right. And then we can just shoot the fuck out of your car. 
How about that? Yeah, I need an arrow to stick out the side, I think, while we drive around. Yeah. Be, oh. So I'm going to have to keep one of them. We'll definitely do that. Yeah, souvenir. Well, <laughs> all right. I think we got a game plan now. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, man, and, thanks and, for having us. And, you know, this is going to be fun, so let's go shoot some arrows in, into your car and see what happens. All right. Thank, all right. Thanks, man. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. I think a lot of you guys will be interested in this next sponsor. First Light Farms is a New Zealand-based farm that ships elk meat straight to your door. The reality is not everyone's going to fill their tag every year. So First Light Farms is ready to fill your freezer with lean protein that is high in iron, zinc, and B vitamins. To tell you the truth, I've been pretty surprised at how tender the meat is from First Light Farms. And I guess it's because they have no natural predators in New Zealand, so the elk live a pretty low-stress life, and you can taste that in the meat. They're offering listeners of the podcast a 15% discount using code CAM15 at stateclub.firstlight.farms. The link will be in the show notes of the podcast for those interested. Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops is a sponsor of the podcast, and that's especially powerful for me because I remember when Cabela's came to town, came to Springfield, Oregon, and I actually played a role in the opening of that store Instead of cutting the grand opening ribbon with scissors, I shot it with an arrow, and it was just a monumental thing. I mean, everybody here in town was talking about, hey, are you going to go to Cabela's? Can you believe Cabela's is coming here to Springfield, Oregon? So I know what a staple those giants in the industry are, and it's actually it's one of the first places people go when they're looking to get geared up to, be, to become a hunter is they go to Cabela's and buy everything they need. So I'm very excited that we've partnered together and we can help open up those outdoor and hunting opportunities to listeners of this podcast.